0: <laughs> I know that era, literally, that's what it is. Um thank you so much for being here. This is actually really, really exciting. And I know it is for you too. Um and so yeah, we're just going to jump right into it. Andrew is the founder of Chat KJV. Yeah. So tell us, I think my very first question is about the space generally. You know, as you mentioned this trend, um, I think we are in the AI phase right now. And so I like to know what your thoughts are on search specifically. You know, and you know, people are saying that the chat model of AI is just going to disrupt chat. It's going to disrupt search as we know it today. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I I share them, the sentiments with them as well because um, when you look at it, um, certain questions people take to search are usually questions that are. Thrown towards subject matter experts. Yeah. Um, usually, if, if someone had huge following, instead of using search, they'll go on Twitter and be like, "I'm looking for an expert in fintech product management, right?" Yeah. Or, yeah. I'm looking or... for the best
0: restaurant in my area.
1: Exactly. So, however, now what people can do is, those search questions they usually throw towards. Subject matter experts, they now try to chat KJV. Mm. Take, for example, a question like, Oh, how do I make a banana smoothie? Um, you want, you know, subject matter advice or how to make a pancake, right? Yeah. And usually on Google, if you ask for that, if you ask that as a search, you would get um, a couple of websites giving you the procedure how to make those, say, pancake. But, you know, all you really wanted was a chef to just tell you, get your flour, you know, this is your oil, et yeah, cetera, just et cetera.
0: one answer that is correct, basically, but you e- get a bunch of answers.
1: Exactly. So, call it fatigue, but, you know, exploration fatigue, but, you know, we are in a period where people just want answers. They don't want to explore again. So, that's essentially what the cha- chat model is doing. Subject matter-related questions or search are going to be, you know, how do you say, are going to be handed off to this chat, AI chatbot, and search will still remain search for non-subject matter questions. And research.
0: Okay. So, your opinion is that search will remain search... For people that I want to explore. So if I wanted different opinions around the subject matter, search would still be search for me. But exactly when I'm looking to just get like, what is the name of the capital of Egypt? I don't exactly. need
1: exactly
0: I don't need a million answers. I don't need a million answers. I just need with the images
1: and blah blah. Yes. Exactly. You okay. know, things like that
0: okay okay i like the way you view it i think it's it's kind of a balance of you know what we do with search because half the time i don't know if it's even half the time i I would (laughs) wager more we're looking for something specific when i go to search right yeah yeah if i remember the last search i did i probably wanted to take the train to somewhere i was literally looking for the trains to take from where I am to where <laughs> I'm going. I wasn't looking for like a million and three hundred and like fifty pages. I was just looking for one, one and, and and so yeah, I I agree with that. That there's still a, a place for people who are looking for um, a collection of things. People are within, as you call it, the exploratory phase. Who maybe I want to get opinion on skincare, for example. I wouldn't yep. believe one person's. Of thought, I like to compare, contrast, you know, different opinions, different write-ups, different thought leaders and hear what everyone says. Because again, that's yeah. subjective and my choice wouldn't it, it wouldn't be something I would just rely on one person even in real life. I would ask other people to right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. Okay. Essentially that.
0: Okay. And so the next question I have for you would now be, what do you think do you think bing microsoft's bing i mean do you think bing is going to capture any of the google search markets if yes how much of it is it going to capture
1: um i am not bullish on the bing integration with chat gpt yet why is that Um, and my concern is around user experience right okay. the the their angle of combining charts with search is a very, very complex task to execute. Mm-hmm. And... being able to do it so well is going to take a little while. And you think they're rushing into it? I think they're rushing into it. Because also, with AI, AI, um, There's also the concern about privacy and data. Yes, and and ownership of data. And ownership of data, yes. And so there is this situation where... um, There's this situation where we now give um, a chatbot too much context about the user. From their login history, browser history, um, and online online footprints and activities to be able to define their search even better and now no one no one can govern that process properly however um i think it's a process that that a lot of care has to be taken into like the policies Yes, like the policies, all of that. A lot of policies have to be considered before going that route. Mm -hmm. So.
0: We're seeing the the concerns around um, governance, you know, policies that reflect like privacy and Mm -hmm. things like data ownership are things that you think that microsoft hasn't really thought through enough to be able to give us being as you expect being to be today right yep okay all right well i think that's actually fair fair enough you know because there's a lot of spaces that this is going to disrupt um think about for example rotten tomatoes <laughs>
1: <Think> <laughs> about,
0: um, was this restaurant's um, um, review sites? Yelp, yeah, for example. Yeah. Think about this. this is just, there's just a lot of um, opinion aggregator platforms that this is going to be picking data from. And we have mm-hmm. to now answer the questions of, like, is this legal? How legal is it? What's permissible? What is not? Stuff like that.
1: Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah. We are still in the very early, early ages. Yeah. That's for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So, coming back to today's conversation, which is about Chat KJV, can you tell us what Chat KJV is?
1: Okay, so Chat KJV is essentially an AI chatbot, um, that is a subject matter expert on the Bible. So, it's like if you had like this therapist, or if you had like this, um, priest you could talk to about life issues about christian living about relationships about life and you knew that he was a wise man and his reference for all of his wisdom is the bible so um that's essentially the persona of the Chat kjv and ai chatbots. um you
0: know so so basically your pastor in the chat
1: something like that
0: so how does it work how does it work does it work exactly like chat gpt do i just ask it through random questions like oh i'm feeling depressed right now you know like what, what does it <laughs> tell me how how how
1: robust is, is it? chat kjv oh it's actually quite robust um, the initial chat kjv model is called solomon mm-hmm. um We've experimented with other chat KJV models like maybe Roots and um, um, dif- different versions. We've also experimented with Esther. Um, and essentially, you can have a conversation with it about anything. Free from anything. Right now. The one that is live on the platform is the Solomon um, chat KJV model. And you can talk to it about anything. Just about anything in life I need to respond to you it's like a scriptural context about what you're going through Mm. and you know and and yeah that's pretty much what it does yeah the very first
0: time I I I used I heard about chat KJB. that was really 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 interesting you know I remember I remember just saying oh I'm sad right now and I remember telling me that Um, you know, God has not given us the spirit to be sad, and He just gave me something (laughs) contextual to exactly what I was feeling. And then I kept, I was now curious, and I kept other things like, Oh, I'm depressed right now. Oh, I'm feeling this, oh, I'm feeling that, you know. And I like how contextual it is, and I think that is something we don't have and so that was really, really new and exciting for me. So I wanted to ask because I yeah. see a lot of Bible references even in the way you designed the model. You've talked about Solomon, you've talked about Esther. Are you a Christian? You know, is this product is it coming from a place of personal thought or just curiosity? You know, like, how, how did you go about building or what led to building ChatGPT? KGB?
1: So I kind of think it's like both of them. Um, one personal, to curiosity um i already had like a moment where the idea for a wellness chatbot came through my mind but i didn't i only explored it as like a personal diary ai say for example just for me right Mm -hmm. um but at some point you know i was going through like a phase call it maybe a hard time or something And I then thought about, you know, what if, you know, instead of, like, a personal diary chat, I could get one from the scriptures that, you know, its reference was no longer my life experiences. Its reference was um, experiences that have... Exactly, from the Bible. And I tweeted about it and asked a couple people on, like, you know, social media. And the interest for such a thing was high. So um that's it so the next thing you know I'm like okay i'm doing this you guys are gonna see the first live version the next day and here we are
0: yeah now talk to me about the reception of chat kjv i like to hear about how it went from literal ideas to really going viral like, sure, yeah i literally i'm <laughs> friends with you but i didn't even hear about chat, G- chat, chat kjv from you I saw tweets, and I'm like, "Oh my God, what, what is going on?" So, like, tell me about that. Tell me about
1: that. So, so it's like, so I, I had already started training a chatbot based on my personal life history, but then when it struck me to, you know, look at the Bible version, the first place I asked that question was on Facebook, right? and on facebook it was a bit more brutal in terms of like people were like oh but you can use you version for this and so the comment section was like yeah but you version is not specific to you so i i was able to some people got it some people didn't so when i had done the the facebook post and I engaged with the comment sections we had like a few back and forth i'm like okay um this is it so a few people get it a few people don't so i'm going to like Um, go the direction of those who get it and then break it down so i experiment with it i make a video of the first iteration you know like on the playground and i didn't share it on facebook this time i went to twitter and then shared it and then everybody
0: Yeah, so you were saying that when you finished with you know, that initial test and you built something finally, you recorded a video
1: Yeah You
0: chose to then post it on Twitter
1: Yeah, exactly I chose to then post it on Twitter and see um, get the reception on that but based on like an MVP or like a proof of concept and it went well, everybody was like yeah, I love this, how can I try it so, curiosity started building up. Uh, at the t- at that time, there was no app, like, there was no central place for you to go test out this um, AI chatbots. So, but everybody wanted one. So, and it was like a Sunday afternoon. Oh, wow. So, I'm like, okay. exactly. So, I don't know if it was the timing, but essentially, the whole tweet just went, went like, out of hand on sunday so i'm like okay you guys on monday i'm getting a a you know an mvp that you can try out so i can't say if it's the timing right because i had done the i had done the tweet saturday night right then i check on sunday and like a lot of people are like where can i try this where can i try this and like fully people are interested in this, so on Monday morning, I had the first MVP available for everyone to test. So it was like starting a week with chat KGB, and that was it. <laughs> Boom, you know, <laughs> pretty much. Like every other thing was out of my control, and we did this thing where someone would go ask a silly question and screenshot it and share it <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and we're like, oh my goodness, right? Uh, we constantly had like a couple of those and there were also people who were like pushing the edge of what the robots can do and the kind of answers it can give and so over, over the course of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday um, we did a lot of work fine tuning the AI model to properly give answers and, on, with context and you know be more relevant in its responses and yeah pretty
0: much Oh wow, that's amazing. That's actually really, really amazing. The yeah. the level of level of um attention that I've got was really, really high, and I loved it to be honest. Um, yeah. And so the next question I have for you is: so who are you targeting? You know, who are the target audience for that KJB? I like to assume Christian, but who are you? Have you you got any kind of data on the kinds of people that use this, what they use
1: this for, how often they use it, stuff like that? So my first assumption would usually be oh Christians for sure. But it turns out that you know Chat KJV also is able to appeal to just about anyone. However, we've looked at the conversations and tried to group it in terms of relevance, how it works, and chat KJV has mostly been used for um, questions around Christian living and um, we've had people use it for to ask questions around other things you know like how to live their life as a Christian how to do relationships as a Christian etc etc right and it's been it's been like super 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 interesting when we look at it right because Um, a lot, there's been a lot of diversity in the questions that have been coming to chat KJV and even up until recently um, we started seeing new use cases so when it launched there were, you know, a lot of conversations of people trying to test the knowledge of chat KJV trying to find encouragement, trying to get advice Um, um, and then we started seeing people, you know, talking about life um, talking about Christian living, and also talking about their emotions and relationships. So we started seeing more of those, you know, Christian living, relationships, emotions. Um, asking Chat KGV about all this. But then recently, um, while we were um, fine tuning the the Chat KGV model, we said we started seeing a new use case around people asking questions like what does Proverbs 22, verse 4 say, right? And, you know, the chat KJV model usually doesn't only just give you the scriptures. It also kind of like tries to break down the scriptures for you based on, you know, the um, the text, right? So it's knowledgeable enough to give you an explanation of that scripture based on the text. Not so we are yeah, not just quoted so now we are seeing a lot of people trying to get explanation of a certain scripture based on the text which is a very very um which is like pushing the edge of what the chatbot can do because yeah then it's it's now like study. Um, exactly it's now like bible study essentially bible study because it's now gone to those who are curious about the bible to those who already you know know something
0: and want to get more insights
1: exactly that's where it's becoming that's what like recently that's the most used um that has been the most used you know over the past five days that's been the most used case so far
0: oh wow that's amazing I, i i really really think that um that is really really amazing i think so my next question would be how are you sustaining this um do you have any plans to monetize what's what is the future plan what is the business plan i would say for yeah does it have a business plan are you looking to think about it you know having a business angle
1: so the thing about products like this is to sustain it you're gonna have to just be on the centers at the center it's like it may not be fully for profit, mm-hmm. but you would you would share the cost. Maybe mm-hmm. fifty, fifty, seventy, thirty. Cause this is AI, just like how search was early, AI is bleeding edge technology. So operating it costs a lot of money. Yeah, sure. So so what happens is um, to to monetize chat KJV may not be a straightforward part. Um it would have to be a situation where okay users, those who interact with the chatbot could pay something right? to share in the cost. Or they could perform some some activities to, to get free credits, right? So that they can interact with the chatbot. So it's gonna be hard to uh, monetize. Um, executing a monetization strategy for a product like this isn't actually going to be easy. And it's not a one-off subscription product that you can push and say subscribe to this at this amount but like I said the goal would not be to get all the profits at once it would essentially just be to get some profits out of it
0: in some way
1: yes to support in some way and so a a subscription could be the way to go so you know okay There'll be users who'll be like at the far-reaching end of it, and there'll be mm-hmm. users who would be, you know, at the lower-reaching end of of the AI. Um, there's also opportunities to leverage marketing, but that would mean uh, a couple more features for the product um, if we if we wanted to use the platform as a marketing platform for Christian events and. Um, church programs there is an opportunity and and for that aspect right, there is um, where we can monetize from advertising but not you know advertising like in ads or any of those Google ads SDK. but it's like in-house advertising where we build experience for certain events for businesses and we advertise it through a chat KJV interaction Okay. Um, that's work, a lot of work in progress. A lot a lot of work will be put into that. So um it's something we're definitely thinking about as well. And you know, we'll see how that goes once we launch the app on Play Store and App Store.
0: Okay. All
1: right.
0: Um and I think another thing, another factor with this always space-based products, apps. It's usually, the assumption that a lot of them are free, your devotional is free, your you, 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 Bible is free. You yeah. know, like there's the assumption of most of these applications playing in the freemium space, yeah. And so, um, that's already like what users are used to. So, something like this, the very first assumption the user would also make is that this is definitely, or uh, it should be, like, free. So yeah, sure. that that is something that um, we are also going to have to battle. But yeah, yeah. tell me more about the plans. You know, where do you see Chat KJV in another six months?
1: Um, in another six months, definitely have the app. So. Um, interactions would move from the web, um, the PWA we currently have, to a mobile app, so we can we can drive more engagement. You know, push notifications, etc., etc., and we can then um, would have also built out a monetization strategy embedded into the platform. Mm.
0: Okay, all right then, all right then. Um, aside the post of um besides the cost of say running ai models like this what I'm yeah. what would you identify as some other challenges you know building a product like chat
1: KJV today is there even, um, like
0: and now I'm thinking about it, is there even, like an Islamic version of this
1: well there are a lot of versions. Oh wow <laughs> so yeah so um we even though we haven't like um, released it fully, but we've taken the same um, tech technology base and experimented with the Quran. Right? Okay. Um, given that you know these are very religious sensitive products, what we've done is we have um, a, a set of individuals. So I have friends who are also like Muslims, and we've had them test um, um, the this version is called chat kitab and you can tell from the name kitab is you know book Um, our kitab is a reference for the quran but so um rolling it out is also going to be a private we're first of all going to test it privately to be sure we're doing it properly right um given how it is so we've also reviewed a lot of things like the regular greeting and and chat kjv is in english you know welcome to this chat kjv but and the onboarding for kitab you have like assalamualaikum um, this is chat kitab so uh, it, it's very critical that you know some of these nuances with the demographic is done right so mm. that um once it rolls out you know it's also like um properly it's op- properly communicates the value no, With Chat KJV, it was easy because you know I'm a Christian, so I was able to do this. With Chat Kitab, um, you know, I needed to get feedback on the product before releasing it out, yeah, yeah,
0: that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense, okay. Um, yeah. what would you say before I let you go? This
1: is okay, this
0: is the last question. What would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far building out a product like this? What did you what is something that you
1: probably wouldn't have known if you didn't do this um something i probably wouldn't have known would have been would have been find the easiest way to prototype the product and share share with users to get feedback and the the beauty about this is because it's a chatbot right Mm-hmm. That was what made it amazing. It's a chat port. Um, it's an interface people are used to. And on the front end side of things, it's a very simple product. But like on the server side of things, there's a lot of work happening. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, you know, the playground I used was um, was the, the playground um, from a different application that I could post the model on right which that I could host the model on right which which was like you know most people would have been like oh this is not like an app but the users didn't really bother about that because what they, they were interested in was the interaction
0: yeah. and so yeah.
1: exactly and that was the most important thing so it, it's funny because um um I, I I like excellent work and certain things I may not be bold enough to put it out if it's not like ready or properly done so mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like the first time it's not like it, it's kind of like you know a lesson learned in trying to be scrappy and being okay with being scrappy to release a product um, so th- this is one lesson I'll take two um, I, I did learn something else about virality, and I realized that there are certain mechanics to achieving network effects. And the, those are some of the key takeaways that you know um, I'm taking. The fun the, thing is because ChatKJV is a consumer product, um, it's kind of like it's, it's not gonna be hard to build virality for. A consumer product, right? When you leverage network effects, however, for business products, that might be different. Um, say, be a B two B product or a prosumer product, right? That might be different. But with consumer products, like a B two C, I think um, there are certain mechanics I can leverage if I, if I, if I build another consumer app or consumer product. That should be able to work the same way and that should be in reality so yeah
0: okay That's actually a lot of lessons i love so on this note i like to say thank you so so much andrew and okay if you are listening to this and you are curious just yeah. literally go to your browser and just type in chat kjv right make sure yes. to um, upvote the product on product hunt you'll see their product hunt link you know you could continue and chat with the bible you would be really wild as to the quality and the context of conversations you can have on chat kjv so try it out today just chat kjv.com and let us know what your experience is so, cool. On that note, I like to say thank you so so much, Andrew. This has been a, a very very interesting conversation. What do you think?
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and hope to hope to come to the couch any soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. The more products, the more couch. <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, you've all heard it from Andrew. Make sure to subscribe to startup couches make sure to follow us on twitter as startup couches on linkedin make sure to follow all of these founder conversation and until next time see ya
1: all right